Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are going to be covering all the stuff. We have less stuff than we normally do because we covered so much stuff already. We're, we're, we're in the groove. We know what's going on. So we're going to hop right into it with the entertainment pile. Now, we got a little... It's not, I guess it's kind of a sample. They say it's like it's the first clip from season three of The Mandalorian. Um, but I will say, so they had a small little clip, and it was basically Mando talking to Grief Karga, and uh, Grogu is sitting in a chair like a little kid spinning around in circles. He was this candy, I guess, that Grief has on his desk, whatever. And it's just a kind of cute little scene. Now, I don't know if that's actually going to be in it. Um, it was kind of funny because we are not going to talk about this part about it from, you know, you had to watch Boba Fett to, to know stuff. But um, Din almost hints at, like, a lot of stuff happened. And that's all he really says. So it's kind of funny because you're like, wait, what? And so basically he's hinting, well, you need to watch basically Boba Fett in order to be caught up on everything. So all uh, that was pretty funny. Um, it doesn't give us dramatically a lot. It gives us, I think just enough to where, you know, it'll keep you intrigued. They might not even put it in the actual season. It might be something they cut from it and they're just leading up to it. But, um, it's one of those things where you're just like, this is kind of cool seeing it. I know they had hinted at it during the, the Super Bowl, and then they had a longer one on there. So it was really cool. Um, I know Tim will be watching, because this is one of the few things he does watch on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, no, ex exactly. And it comes out March 12th, I want to say. March 1st. March 1st. I knew there's a one in there. March 1st. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I just saw commercial Eight episodes, it. yeah. Eight episodes. It'll end on April nineteenth. Actually, that's a that's a week from today as we record. Yes, 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 yes. Um, next, we did uh, Avatar: The Way of Water has become the third highest grossing movie ever. And what's really funny is, is you know, for all the hate I've put out about it, you know, I'm not going to watch it. Um, I saw Andrew, who actually does the theme song for our podcast. And I saw him at the gym, and he was a big proponent, like, you know, you got to watch The Way of Water, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't, you know. And um, it, it has all the same complaints as we've seen for everything else. But, I mean, people have to see it. If you've seen the first one, you have to watch this one. So it is what it is. Right. You know, it's, it's where I just pull up the – Top lifetime grossing movies of all time. I at number twelve is Top Gun Maverick. It's yes. just above Frozen Two. I did not. I mean, I knew it did well, but I man, it did really well. Um, and then obviously Avatar is just um, two thousand. I'm sorry, two million dollars just above uh, Titanic. So that's who it leapfrog over for third. And it is about um, $550 million behind Avengers Endgame. Yeah, so it'll for probably... Num for number two, and then a um, little over $700 million for Avatar. 
at number so, one. And so it'll probably catch up to Endgame because James Cameron's got an ego, so it'll probably keep fueling and keep pushing, keep pushing to have stuff, you know, right. re- well, re-released and redone. And then aren't and, they re-releasing Titanic for 25 years? Uh, yes, one night only. Oh, so then Titanic may jump over Avatar for one night, <laughs> for one day. Maybe. <clears throat> I doubt it. Who? who Where knows? is Titanic at? Fourth. That's who Avatar just leapfrogged over. Uh, maybe. So I they're, don't know. like I, I said, they're about two million or less than two million behind uh, behind Avatar. But if it keeps, you know, Titanic's one night and Avatar's still out there, then, yeah. you know, it might jump it for one night. But I don't know if they will still count that towards box office. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, it is because didn't they just uh, re release Avatar? on it again they did it right because before it, this one came out because avengers endgame was number one and then i think avatar took over the spot once they re-released it yes so yeah so then it would count um, oh yeah on it so eh, i mean we'll see but you did see the meme of like uh the one with zoe saldana or it's like oh <clears throat> um what was it uh Avatar jumped over Avengers Endgame. She's like, "Oh, darn!" It's like when, when your second uh, play, when your what was it, second highest movie jumps over your first one, but you remember you're in both of them. It's like, well, there you go. Now she's in the top three. Yeah, she's in all three. That's crazy. So, there you go. But anyhow, no, I just pulled it up. I wanted to see what the stats were, and then I saw Top Gun Maverick at twelfth. So. There you go. Yeah. Interesting on on some of these, like the Lion King, the live action remake is number nine. So obviously that did well. I think it did that that well, but. You know, I feel like people legitimately just all of a sudden go see stuff like crazy. Um, You know what I mean? Like they'll all of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go watch this. And you're like, wait, what? And, and it's, just, it's just massive. But you get to see um, one thing I've noticed what they started doing now is they have started um, basically they'll take um, what they'll do. Is, I'm trying to think how to put this in terms. So I lost my train of thought now. My I just brain farted. I saw something on my phone. So. Um, it happens. It happens. Um, I was looking at a release date for stuff. Um, what were we talking about again? <laughs> oh, you know what? The oh wait, the re-release does count towards box office because now that I clicked uh, clicked it for Avatar, it had a 2020 re-release that worldwide made 1.28 million. 2020. Oh, that was in markets APAC. I don't know what that means. 2021 release in China made almost 58 million and a 2022 release September 21st through 30th in 47 markets and that made over a little over 76 million. Yeah, no, they um uh Oh, Asian Pacific is that one. Yeah, they have certain markets they list it as and then they also um they'll tell you like if it's a certain release that means limited whatever. So, yep. 
Oh, so Titanic. Oh, it already came, already released 25, 25th anniversary, February 8th through 10th, 46 markets. Man, for those couple of days, it made 52, over $52 million. It's pretty good. Man, uh, you know, the wife's friend went and I know she invited the wife and the wife's like, I don't want to watch that in theaters. So I don't know. Did you, in 2012, they had a 3D release of Titanic. That's an interesting 3D movie to make. Hmm. All right. That's interesting. Right. There you go. Yeah. So what I was trying to confirm when we were talking, I lost the train of thought. So the Haunted Mansion movie, half the reports were that it's moving from the 28th of July to the, to August 11th. And the other half of reports are saying that it's moving from August 11th, to July 28th. So, um, yeah, it just com- confused me a little bit. Um, well, if it I, doesn't come out in July, then it'll come out in August. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know why they had to do it again. This is the second time they've done a remake on it. Um, the cast is different for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had Eddie Murphy in the last one. And Eddie Murphy was on a kick there where he was doing, like, that was his heyday. That yeah. was after the Dr. Doolittles to both of them. And then... Um, he had like that a thousand words. He had Soul Man. Five. I never, I'll never, I'll never forget Soul Man. Soul Man was the one they had Bowfinger. I mean, he was on a roll, right, and yeah. now they're doing it again. Um, I saw Jamie Lee Curtis. I saw um, uh, yeah, Luke Jamie Wilson. Lee Curtis will be yeah. Um, Madame Leota, Rosario Dawson's the doctor, and that's who it's following. Nine-year-old son Chase Dillon. Like you said, um, Dawson's character calls a priest who's Owen Wilson to exercise the mansion. Um, Tiffany Haddish is in it as a French quarter uh, psychic and uh, historian is Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's right. It was Owen Wilson, not Luke Wilson. The Luke Wilson one is still doing good stuff. Um, That's good to know. Um, And the reason why I was looking it up was because – so. Haunted Mansion, I think it's getting moved up to July 28th, but the Marvels was delayed to November from July. And what I was thinking was, so here's here's the funny part. I'm going to get relaxed for this convo because this one's an interesting one. So the last time we've had, that, had this happen was the Star Wars stuff. Remember, Tim, how they moved yeah. Star Wars and instead they put uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So what I think is going on is, so the Marvels got delayed to November. They said to have more time for post-production. Nine times out of ten, that's true. But I think that they're probably reworking stuff because of how poorly Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, is doing in theaters. It is not doing good in theaters on uh, review-wise. I haven't seen the box office numbers. Um, It was like in fourth place behind you know, uh, 80 for Brady and stuff like that. So it it didn't do good, but I know the reviews are what was getting it down. I have seen a lot of people who I know that are actually like Marvel fans. They're like, people are just tired of Marvel. And that's the problem is it's not the movies bad is that people don't want to deal with Marvel movies anymore, which makes sense. But I thought it was funny. The haunted mansion would get moved to July and the Marvel gets moved to November, like almost like a switch of positions. But um, they did release a new poster for the Marvels, but I mean, you know, I don't know how good it's going to be. 
I'm I, I'm excited for it because I do like the Captain Marvel character. I like the Monica Rambo character. Um, I like that they're gonna have um, what's her name, Ms. Marvel is supposedly gonna be in it. So, you know, I'm excited for that and having the characters all come together. Maybe they'll do something fun. I don't know. Um, we did have Zach Galifianakis getting cast in Lilo and Stitch live action remake, which I forgot they were doing that, and I was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. I mean, not not Zach Galifianakis being cast, but just the movie in general. Live action. We'll see. We'll see how the Little Mermaid one does with the fish, see what they look like, to see what they compare, because it's all alien little dudes in Lilo and Stitch, so. <clears throat> right, yep. Um, I didn't watch the first trailer for the Tetris starring Taron Edgerton, but I did see it and think, oh my god, are they doing a um a, a similar movie like the Adam Sandler one where they're the oh, video games come to life? Yeah. And it was like, no, it's about the guy who invented Tetris. Yeah, and and how yeah, basically invented it and trying to get it um picked up by the entertainment systems at that time. And that's crazy because I've heard like um, I can't remember what it was. There's a certain puzzle out there, this puzzle company that the guy was trying for years to do stuff with it and never did. And then he invented some game and I can't remember what the game was. And he gave it to his doctor or his dentist to keep in the lobby for the kids to play with. And some big wig for a company saw it there and it was like, we need to make this into a game. I can't remember what game it is, but I know it's something similar where, you know, y- you hope and pray that things go well. And I bet you it will be a good movie to see how it goes. Because, I mean, Tetris is like, people don't realize there's competitions that, uh, like, level, oh. like, it's 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 huge. Oh, yeah, and you see the guy, the, well, I'd say guys, but most of them are kids that play it on the NES and with the controller and the different... Um, taps that they use to make the blocks move um yes. over and move down faster because not only is it it's almost like chess you get a, a general score on how well you do but time wise as well uh-huh and like i remember you know everyone uses this tap meth- method all of a sudden this kid and it was only just like i want to say a couple years ago but it could be um pre-covid all like it's still a tap method, but it's a different way of holding the controller. And he gained like, I don't know, like a quarter of a second more. And it was crazy. Like, Oh my gosh. He's like revitalized, not revitalized, but you know, I think I see the video of that kid. A faster method to it when they thought that they, it was already the fastest way there. And then, and then, so he did it like, on his own in practice and then once he went to a competition the first time using a competition like everyone was like oh my gosh it, obviously it doesn't pertain to like everyone but a specific niche community that's into that but it's it's crazy well i did hear somewhere i think i saw a video where he was kind of cocky and um this guy who is like he's older he's like in his 40s and he was not like a huge champion, but he's won quite a bit and he's like well known. And I watched one where the kid was about to beat him, but he played some sly move where it actually slid down and it gave him like a bunch of points to beat the kid in the head to head challenge. But 
it, it's it's a huge game that people don't often think about because when you think about Tetris, it's like, well, that's a, that's a kid's video game. But it's about strategy. It's about where you stack things up. And I remember when Dr. Mario came out. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because there was a oh, take yep. on mm-hmm. it because yep. it was multicolored pieces that you had to match yep. the color too. Yep. So if you dropped it in and it was a red white tile or pill is what it was. Pill, yeah. You had to make sure the red line with the red, the white line with the light. And when yep. it white and when it would go away, it would drop, do whatever. So I remember like today everyone trying to improve on the Tetris method and you just couldn't. Dr. Mario lasted one year and that was it. Yeah. I mean I remember playing it for you know multiple years just because I well I wasn't that great at it. Uh, but it was fun because it was Dr. Morrow. And like you said, it was pills and you're killing little germs. Um, yep. And the screen was a, a bottle. So you'd flick the pill in the bottle or toss yep. the pill in the bottle and go down. Um, but it's kind of like the same thing, like these Rubik cubes competitions where people do as fast as they can, or the cup stacking ones type deal where you get that little niche um, area yeah. that, that they go into it. And it, um, you know, it, it surprisingly has a bigger following than what you think. I mean, what's crazy, like the cup stacking, I saw a competition one time with a kid. What is it the record if the last cup didn't fall over? And everyone was like, you could feel it was weird because you see this in like big time football stuff. You see it in baseball where other people feel for you, even when they're your competitor. And you can see the other kids were like, oh, man. And you can see they were upset as well. It was right. It was sad. Exactly. Especially when you're sitting there, you know, for a piece of history. It's like, oh, here it is. If if everything I mean, and it's going to be a perfect storm to everything goes well. Boom. He's got it. Or you get <laughs> some of them because you got to put your hands on the mat where they like, you know, forget to put their hands back down or don't put or put their hands down too fast or they're working on their last stack. And like you said, it, it falls or um you know they have a little little glitch in it or whatnot so yep yeah that's that's true so um next one this one is um this one actually these rumors got fueled even more by something i read the other day so kevin feig uh just feige is what they call him but because i know paul feig is paul feig and they spelled the same way but he goes by Kevin Feige, uh, reportedly looking for Disney position outside of Marvel Studios. This has been pushed even harder as John Favreau was put back into a vice president position, I believe, of Marvel Studios. And the rumor is that he would take over if Kevin Feige were to leave. Now, if Kevin Feige does leave for other stuff and Disney would make sense, because Bob Iger seen what he did for the Marvel Universe. And people don't realize there is going to be a Marvel reset. We're going to go through a, through a gap eventually of movies because they're going to have to. They're going to run out of ideas. They're going to push stuff back, whatever. This method of constantly releasing stuff has shown with Star Wars how people get tired of it. When you put more content out, there's more for the people to critique. You get a bad taste from one. You're going to get put a bad taste in another. So we'll see what happens. But they can take Kevin Feige's expertise and move it to other stuff and be like, Hey, let's go ahead and, you know, you know, put him over in this division, see if he can help animation, see if he can help this, see if he can help that. Because we haven't had a good Disney animation in a long time. It's all Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
we haven't had an actual Disney property doing any animation. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, once and since they've gotten Pixar, they've really leaned heavily on that to obviously recoup their money back and <clears throat> and whatnot. I mean, what was the last Disney animation film they did? And I would oh. say original, not sequel. Um, I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, so Encanto. Oh no, no, no! Strange World. Strange World did not do good. Oh, that's film series. Twenty sixteen to present. So their last mo the the last one they did that was popular popular would be Encanto, and then I would say also. Um, onward um i know that soul did pretty good you got luca you got turning red light well, and, and the thing that sinks with those you get a lot of those that came out covid so it was uh disney plus only yeah so yeah. that kind of kind of stinks with that i mean the the really big one was in Kanto, and they were looking to release that and theaters yeah and what's funny too about that one is Encanto is I really really liked it but um yeah I I feel like people tried not to like it but it was really good you know what I mean yeah yeah no I mean exactly it 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 took it was like kind of like the dark horse it took off and just ran with it and now look at everything that's that's happened or you know it's coming to the park yeah yeah i'm trying to think what did so did turn turning red was in the park when we were there because turning red they had like the um because it's a it's a red panda yep and so they had it tied into the chinese new year stuff um oh yeah I believe the act, the character is Asian as well in the in the show, the movie. So yeah, the main. Character. But it's been a while. So I mean, I mean, they haven't had anything that's been groundbreaking like like at least since Frozen. Maybe Zootopia. Maybe. But. What What do you mean, groundbreaking? Like just the the like the fervor behind it. Like everyone's like, oh my god, this is the everyone's singing the song. Like I mean, Encanto had less. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think Frozen got pushed down our throats so much true. Um, with it. And like everyone knew the song before it even came out in the movie. And I think in, in Kanto, they put it out there and then all of a sudden it took off and it wasn't even the song and that they was the premiere song in it. Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, man. Oh, now we got to take this and, and run with it. Um, and they're like you said, there really wasn't that much behind it which i like that i'd rather have something that's just you know out there not like frozen that was pushed down our throat um and it's like okay well let's see how good it is because they've talked it out so much it's like you know for me it's like yeah it was it was okay but in kanto kind of you know it was just there and then did what it did well and the same thing kind of happened with moana too with uh you're welcome because that was 
How Far yeah. I'll Go was probably the lead song they were hoping for, but You're Welcome with The Rock kind of took over. Yeah. Well, and him really pushing that on his social media. And then, um, well, you had both The Rock using his platform on doing You're Welcome, and then he had the little rap in it, and on any um, daytime talk show that he went on, that's what he would, you know, do. Would, yeah. would do. Um, and then you had... Um, Oh, I forgot her first her first name. Um, Alani Aluni Carvalho, uh, the voice of Moana, and she would sing with, you know, uh, with people uh, as far as like kind of surprising them um, and singing with them, whether it be at a movie theater or or somewhere. Yeah, um, you know that was that was pretty cool. So. <clears throat> But those but, were kind of after the fact as well. Yes. Yep. So um, the next thing we have is the Marvel star Jeremy Renner has started sharing uh, rehab videos as he recovers. Um, I've seen a few of them of him like laughing and joking um, with the caretakers because he has like an in-home nurse that comes to help him. He's doing the typical, you know, lift your legs, move your body parts to make sure they don't, you know, stop working and the muscles don't go you know right yeah i saw the yeah i saw the one where his shock therapy on his leg getting everything firing and he was laughing i because he was talking about it when he was seeing it because everyone you might see it and go oh my god is he shaking and you're like no he's you know he's going through like you said the the what they call the 10 the tens unit where basically it it it's it's the gimmicky stuff that people usually use for like, they say weight loss, you put them on your body and you can lose weight, but they actually do use them to make sure the muscles are working correctly. And, uh, they, they kind of do like a, a jumping motion, almost like they're vibrating. And, yeah. um, you know, with magic, we haven't heard anything else about the, the mayor of Reno after we had concerns because magically no one investigated the accident even though it's a tragic accident, you still have to investigate it regardless of they're famous or not. You know, ask Alec Baldwin, who's going through that right now. And I just thought, I'm not saying it was suspicious, but I was just kind of like, how can the mayor not, you know, it wasn't a police officer. The mayor said, oh, there was no foul play. You know, it doesn't ring right with me, but um, glad that he's okay. That Glad that they said that he could have died. He could have lost the limb very easily. Um, he still possibly could lose one of those limbs because um, as they go through the rehab and whatnot, um, there could be other damage. You know, the, his legs were probably massively swollen and it just was horrible. But it's glad to um, uh, see him, you know, kind of laughing a little bit and joking around. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Rebel Wilson announces Disneyland engagement to girlfriend Ramona Agruma. Um, so this is, did you see the pictures of this at all? No. So they did it off to the side, um, of the castle, not by Snow White's Wishing Well, but from the other side, you see a lot of people taking pictures there because you get a, uh, um, a side shot of the castle. It's not right um, up front and it's, uh, less traffic walkway, but they did it during the, um, um, during park hours. I figure like that, they would do it, you know, maybe something now, they had the area, I'm sure, roped off because they had, like, flowers and different things there. Um, but I was surprised, you know, you see a lot of these where, you know, they do it 
right after the park closes or something like that or you know make it a uh i don't know a bigger deal but i guess you know it's just an engagement it's not well, an actual wedding but well rebel a, rebel wilson a, is an avid disney goer like i've heard that she's there quite frequently yeah it just surprised me because in the background you could still see the drawbridge and you see a whole bunch of people walking um back and forth and so i'm like oh hey well that's cool didn't but, expect I mean, that did you <laughs> no exactly but i mean hey good for them they're beautiful pictures um especially with the uh the banner and and bunting up across the uh the castle for the 100th uh, anniversary oh i didn't even think about that that would be that'd be awesome they probably waited for that perfect timing just to have that kind of bannering and all that stuff up there yeah exactly because before they just put up like the hundred um the medallions there wasn't yeah and the, there was the medallions and there was the fountains when we went and then because <clears> they kept screwing up the spelling and the names they decided to add a bunch more stuff i think to draw the attention away while they removed certain things but um yeah there was just the little medallions on the poles and that was it yep yeah no exactly but yeah no it looks good i got the fountains going in the in the background I mean, it's a really really nice picture that is pretty and, cool and I'll tell you one thing. I mean, if Rebel Wilson walked right by me, I probably would not recognize her with the weight loss and everything. No, and like I've told, talked before, her, her parents are wealthy dog show uh, breeders, um, like show dog breeders. Like they breed corgis, like, and they're very, very high AK, uh, UKC because United Kennel Club. They're not in America. They're Australian. Um, and I believe Rebel Wilson also has her doctorate. Like she's hyper, she's super intelligent. I think the acting thing was just, I don't even know if it was like a, hey, let's see if I can do it. And obviously she can. She's pretty amazing. Um, and then right. she she came out not that long ago and then um, introduced everyone to her now fiance. And congratulations to them. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Um, as we approach Star Wars Celebration, which is over in uh, the UK, um, they have announced the next celebration, which will be in 2025. Did they there say where? Um, I should did be, not... It should be Orlando, I think. And it will be stateside. I did not see. Um... The last one that was canceled was 2020. Solar Europe this April will be in 2025. Because 2020 the, was supposed to be Anaheim, and they got canceled. Announced the year. The last one was 2022 in Anaheim. Oh, 2022. That's right. It was delayed. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was delayed 2022 in Anaheim. Yeah, it doesn't say. It just says. Um, it's probably going to be Orlando. The the year. And then, um, yeah, obviously it'll be in Europe at the Excel Center in Linden from April 7th to the 10th. So there you go. That's this year. Yes, this year. Yep. And oh, then, Giancarlo Espinito is going to be there. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, I, that, he's one of the first ones that was confirmed. Nice. Which to me, to me, tells me he's going to have a heavy part in this uh, next one. So we'll see what happens. Right. Um, over twenty three hundred Disney employees signed petition against returning to office four days a week. Man, don't you wish you could work go to work four days a week, Tim? Right. Well, and yeah, go to work four days a week and then work from home four days a week and not have to actually go to the office when before you were working five days a week and having to go to the office. So I don't know. I mean, 
it's it's interesting. I mean, it's a petition. Anyone can start a petition, sign a petition. Um, but if your job before COVID was at an office, a desk, and then during COVID they made accommodations um, and you were able to stay at home and still work and draw a paycheck, and now they want you to come back into the office, I mean, I it's i mean unless they basically promised you and said that you would never be able to come back into the office which i doubt that Um, i mean the only thing that i could see would be if they hired anyone during the pandemic is people failed to realize that the fox acquisition that happened during covid right uh i think it started at the beginning it got traction and then i think it then they were had to iron out some nitty-gritty and go through ftc stuff and then it you completed know, during it. yeah so done. yeah there were some jobs posted that could have possibly be because i know some people are running into problems now where they were hired on as a remote worker because the company did not see the end of covid happening and now everyone wants everyone to come back in because they were realizing we probably need to uh do it here um but there is going to be some legality stuff especially in california because if you list everything on a job Listen to this, folks. If you post a job and they have a general job duty, right? Well, let's say, for instance, Tim's job is that he's going to be in charge of doing the agenda and he's going to be in charge of finding topics. If that's all I put and one day I'm like, hey, Tim, one day, can you edit the podcast? And Tim's like, that is not my job description. He doesn't have to do it. Now, if I put in the job description that he's going to find new stuff, he's going to do the agenda and uh, other arising issue, uh, yeah. other arising tasks, then yep. he can't he can't say anything about it. And exactly. that's the problem with a lot of these contracts is they hired him as mobile workers, and it never said with the potential to go into work in in um, in person. And there actually was a lot of places who flat out said we will not have you work in person, and they realized either one person ruined it for everybody or, you know, there was a lot of things that happened that made it inconvenient because, you know, oh, we noticed that your your computer isn't on from this time to this time, which a lot of places did. Oh, we didn't see yep. anything. People were inventing things to actually move the mouse so it looked like they were doing stuff all the time. They have these, like, accountability things on these certain laptops that companies were buying. So... I get why a lot of companies want people to come back in. Um, I know some companies have completely done away with in-person people just because they're being more efficient. They're more effective. And listen, if your job does not require you to be in-person, like um, the Apple at-home people, they have at-home advisors where if you have an office that you could close the door, they will send you a computer, an iPad, and an iPhone so you can help them troubleshoot stuff on your stuff. And you do that from home. That's super efficient. And you have set times. You're on your computer. You're there. You're taking calls. Well, yep. Yeah, especially for customer service. I mean, all that you need is basically an internet connection. You don't even really need a phone line because if you got, uh, you know, your phone's over the internet, there you yep. go. Exactly. So I know there's some people that are upset. The 2300, we don't know their situation. So I won't judge them quite yet because they may be some of the ones that were like, you know, you said we were going to stay working from home. There's no reason for me to go in, you know, because I've heard a lot of horror stories of people who like have anxiety 
And when they were given the opportunity to work for a great company, something like um, Disney, they freaked out because they're like, I can work from home and work for Disney. This is amazing. And so we'll see. Um, hopefully um, things can get worked out, you know, four days a week, like me and Tim said, are not bad for us. But for some people, maybe it gives them anxiety. I don't know. We'll see what yeah. happens with it. Yeah, so it says the petition argues that the return to office is, quote, likely to have unintended consequences that cause long-term harm to the company because it will lead to forced regulations among some of our most hard-to-replace talent in vulnerable communities while dramatically reducing productivity output and uh, efficiency. So um, this is a petition was submitted to upper management last week, and there has been no response since so we'll see if they um even respond well the problem is too is if any of them are union they're violating their union agreement right now so they better watch out as far who's violating the union agreement the people who fill out the petition uh yeah you can't submit stuff like that if you're in a union you have to go through your union leaders you got yeah it's got yeah it's got to be submitted through from the union exactly so um, Godspeed to them. You know, I know you want to stay home and um, your dog's going to get separation anxiety like mine did. My dog did before we had to uh, put him down because he got really sick. Um, you know, in 20, we put him down this year. Uh, actually, it was now 2022. Last year, yeah. But 2020, he had horrible anxiety when I had to go back to work. And I know um, uh, that might be some of the people. And I, hey, I feel for you on that. There's nothing worse than seeing your dog freak out. But, um, well, the management's probably trying to figure out if there is a compromise because you don't know. They could be bluffing. You know, they may even look at the names and go, who is this? You know what I mean? Like, if they're not important to the to the cause, we're not even going to even worry about it. So, um, and before our last one, I did want to add, Tesla has announced that they are returning their headquarters to California. So, I don't know what oh, Elon that, did. So that's but. what the big. I was right when we got. I remember I said I was seeing he had a big announcement. So, yep, <clears throat> coming back to California. Well, there you go. I I wonder what deal they worked out with, <clears throat> or how it got worked out. Something sweet, man. Something sweet. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, good for him. Good yeah. for him. And, and then richest, <clears throat> one of the richest persons in the world with that company. So. Yep. And lastly, we want to say an RIP to Richard Belzer, who everyone will remember as Munch from Law and Order fame. Um, he was on Law and Order SVU. He was the only person, he's the only actor, I think, in history to ever appear as the same character across multiple different universes, I believe. Um, I'm trying to remember now. It was something crazy because he was in Law and Order. He was in Law to Order SVU. He was in the Criminal Intent, I believe. Um, I'm trying to remember now. I'll tell you right now. Oh, I thought he, that was crazy. I thought it said breast cancer, and I was like, he didn't die of breast cancer. Well, he hasn't been in, in anything since 2016. That's crazy. Um, he was John Munch in The Incredible Kimmy Schmidt. He was Sergeant John Munch on 30 Rock. He was John Munch on The Wire. Detective Munch on Arrested Development. 
Law and order trial by jury. Let me see. The Beat. He was Detective John Munch. Law and order, the regular one, like I said. Wow. Homicide, the movie, Detective John Munch. (laughs) Homicide, Life on the Street, John Munch. 122 episodes. They just didn't want to change his name. He was John Munch on the X-Files. There you go. That's crazy. It was just like uh, Tony Danza. His name was always Tony. Yeah, but his name's not John. No, I know. Yeah. Tim just sent me an article. I already know how to get in the Hogwarts kitchen. I've already gotten in. No, there you go. You tickle you tickle the 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 pear, I think is what it is. You tickle it. It opens the door. Um, For those of you who don't know it's an audio it, yeah. podcast, Chris did put his fingers up like he was tickling the pear. Yep, I was. Um we had one huge gaming announcement that Microsoft president had confirmed the company has locked a, a 10-year agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo device owners the same day as Xbox and full feature and content parity. And what this tells me is, is uh, we're getting a new Nintendo system. This is what it tells me. We're getting something new from Nintendo. Yeah, more well, when was the last system? Not like a Switch or whatnot was the Wii? I mean, a Wii console? U. Wii U. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was it was a it was the Wii. No, but the Wii U was a new formulation. It was like going from Xbox to Xbox 360, so it was a new console, um, which both are no longer supported or in use. So it just shows you it's been a very long time, right? But this is big news. I think we got something coming, and it also does kind of lead us into the next area because it kind of um, there is kind of a new desire for nintendo aside from you know like me playing handheld stuff when i'm out of town um universal studios hollywood tickets sold out for the second day um and the universal express sold out for the third day as the super nintendo world opening weekend at universal Studios hollywood it was literally just popping right and everyone was going to one land in the park and what's you know, crazy was the whole, was the whole reason for it. What's crazy is too is you know every people were complaining about people being overweight and getting on the the go kart the the cart ride. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a guy who's like, I'm big. He's I'm big, and he was a big dude. And he yeah. goes, Here's how I fit. And I was like, That's pretty cool. You know, they don't have right. a thing like they do at um, the Tron ride. So, you know, this is what they have to do. But um, general admission tickets as well sold out for the third day because everyone's trying to get in there. Unless you're selling like Chris Hardwick, if you have connections, you can't get in there. Um, and it does seem like they're not overcrowding it. So it is kind of um, nice that they're not making it all crazy. They're actually making it like, um, I don't know, more 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 user-friendly. Right. You know? Right, exactly. And especially, I mean, everyone's going to one spot on the, you know, at, at the... Um, uh, to one land in the whole park. So it's not like, oh, there's something over here, there's something over here. It's a festival that's taking uh, place right. in the whole park. Right. I mean, everyone is going to one spot. And I don't know, I mean, how they're doing it. It doesn't look like it's a virtual queue or anything like that, like they kind of did with Batu in, in the beginning for like a week. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, maybe it's just 
Oh, stand in line, and it's almost like a bouncer at a bar. You know, when yep. two people go out, two people could come in. Yeah. Um, and this one's crazy. Uh, cocaine bear costumes are now on display at Universal City Walk Hollywood, which is kind of funny to me because, you know, that movie just came out. And, uh, right. and Elizabeth... that's based on true events. That's right. the crazy but, thing. But I th- they... When I first saw it, I thought it was a parody movie. So here's the thing, though. The bear didn't do anything that they claim. They they found the bear dead. They're saying the bear died probably almost instantaneously after consuming the amount of cocaine that it did. Ingesting it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that, would make, that wouldn't make for a good movie, though. That's why it says it's based on true events. Right, The beginning right. happened, the ending happened, but everything that... In between, say it's, say it's an hour and a half, that hour and 15 minutes in between didn't happen. Well, and apparently um, they, the bear is on display wherever it's located. It is on display, so it's kind of like a, oh, nice. a local folklore. Yeah, like I guess they decorate it up like it has a machine gun in its arms or something like that. Like they, they elaborate oh, the story kind of thing. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so they taxidermied it, so it's kind of kind of cool on that part. Um, but who is the – it's Elizabeth – is it Elizabeth Banks is the one that's doing – that directed it that's also in it? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually looking to see where, oh my gosh, the cocaine bear, also known as Pablo Escobar, sometimes yes. spelled as Esco. Oh, they spell like Escobar, like Eskimo and bear. Yeah. And es- oh my gosh. <clears throat> oh, you're overdosed. And so the cocaine bear is taxidermy in Lexington, Kentucky. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure it's Elizabeth Banks who is the one that's doing it. And she flat out said, um, if I'm thinking correctly, it's her direct, she directed it. She's also stars in it. But she's like, this is either going to make my career or, or it's going to be the end of my career. It's, there's no other way about it. It's, just, it's how outrageous this movie is. Yes, They're, director Elizabeth Banks. You're yeah. Correct. So she, she was like, it was hilarious. She's like, this is going to make me or break me. And I'm like, that's kind of cool because like, she's very well known. She's in the Hunger Games. She has a bunch of her own, you know, um, Starring stuff. She was in um, This Is 40. No, mm. she wasn't. That's not her. No. That's not her. This is 40. It's Zack and Mary make a porno. Spider-Man. Yes. Pitch Perfect 2. Charlie's Angels. Yes. She's with What's-His-Face. Oh, that's right. She's the one of the announcers for Pitch Perfect. I forgot about that. She's amazing in all of her roles. But, um, yeah, she said flat out, basically, either this is going to make me or break me. We're going to see what happens. Right. So, And I forgot, and I'm sure we went over the story. Ray Liotta's in it. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s in it. Carrie yep. Russell. Last, uh, Ray Liotta's last role. Oh, what? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. There, there you go. And isn't, isn't Dangle, isn't it? Isn't Thomas Lennon is in it, too? Um, I don't know. Those are just the the top ones that I saw. Tim doesn't know how to use IMDb, so he always makes it tough on me. No, I wasn't looking at IMDb. It was just a straight Google. Slacker. Page. Slacker. Um, sure Thomas was? Lennon's in it. Thomas Lennon's in it, I believe. Oh, well, he's not in on top cast. No, because he's Dangle. No one puts Dangle on the top. <clears throat> Thomas yeah. Lennon is Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's under a guy that's named Trucker and Stash and Citizen and Police Station. That's on the and that movie? Yeah, on the top cast. Why wouldn't it let me? 
Okay, there we go. Um, oh, yeah, and it's got, it's got what's his face uh, from Game of Thrones, Tormund. Hey, Tormund yeah. Giants Bane's in it. I like yeah. that guy. And Jesse, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, people will know yeah. from Modern Family. I guess Thomas Lennon's not in it. I say he's not. I don't see him in it. Ray Liotta and, and Carrie Russell are the top two builds in this. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why did I think that Thomas Lennon was in this? You probably wished he was. He is amazing. They're still doing Reno 911 stuff. Right. It's a wonderful heist. He's in the Weird Al Yankovic story, too. Wow. He's got an extensive 352 titles. Man, that's crazy. All right. Oh, on to the Disney parks. Oh, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Missed one. The zoning vote permit vote has been postponed twice for the Frisco, Texas Universal theme park. Now, do you think it's nefarious or do you think it's legit, Timothy? I don't know. I think, um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's, um, well, they postponed it from February February 7th to, oh, this was 17 hour goes to this Tuesday. So I wonder if, um, I don't know why they <clears throat> would um, postpone it unless it's like what they always do, um, a lot of public backlash. So they postpone it, postpone it, and then they eventually... Um, Secretly do it. Yeah, or have a special um, election or special uh, vote like on it. Closed door vote. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think special that meeting. I bet you anything Disney's got their hand in this, that they're just trying to get turn the screws on them somewhere else. Because there yeah. was a rumor for the longest time that Disney was going to have a park in Texas and it never came to fruition. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, <clears throat> We'll see. I mean, you're always going to have somebody uh, or a group of people speaking out against it because, um, to, you know, they don't want a big park there because it's a nice, quiet community. Um, but the um, they voted to postpone it. Then uh, they voted to postpone the meeting a second time. So March 7th, a, no. a month after when the vote was first scheduled by february 7th so well we'll see what happens there yeah um, we'll see and that'll be interesting to see how it gets voted yeah um now we go to our disney pile we have the general pile where a former cast member is suing disney for violating ada accommodations now did you read up on this tim uh, no, I did not because I was putting this together kind of under a crunch timeline. So I just put it together and then had to leave what I was where I was at. Well, pull it up while I talk a little bit. I'm going to say some of these ADA accommodations I've seen have been, um, you know, like everyone knows they have affirmative action hires where companies will hire specific people to reach some sort of weird quota for their corporate structure. Uh, sometimes it is a genuine mistake where 
something happens and a person is put on a ride, um, let's say, for instance, they're in a wheelchair and they can't go to a certain ride because they have to be able to cross over at a certain point and the wheelchair won't make it. Um, I did see there was uh, a few cast members in wheelchairs when I was at the park, which is fantastic. And they were doing everything from I've seen them do uh, not ticket taking, but they're like at the front um, helping with, you know, different things. Um, and then you had some that were manning some of the rides, you know, letting people in, doing this, doing that. Now, now are the accommodations the be able to work or? <clears throat> so, you know, she said, you know, uh, was a, you know, it was a dream for her, but found herself in the most hostile work environment she had ever experienced. According to the Sioux filed last week in federal court. Court argues that Disney retaliated against her for pushing to get her accommodations and then speaking out publicly when her needs weren't met. Her hours were cut severely before Disney terminated her position on November 30th. So I don't, you know, I guess it says she was diagnosed with a lot of illnesses, cerebral palsy, Crohn's disease. Um, Which I found out recently that those are tied to each other sometimes. I didn't know that. And so as a result, she has several accommodations under the American Disabilities Act, including the ability to sit in a chair while working and rest every half hour, which which is possible working the cash register, uh, cash register regular and easy access to the bathrooms, not lifting anything above 10 pounds because of her CP. Um, It affects her balance and not handling open food or cleaning um, and not handling open food or cleaning the bathrooms. So she said basically they failed to do that. She instead is sent to work the floor, preventing her from rest, from resting or asked to, uh, to work the stock room, lifting heavy boxes, was in the hospital for a period for standing too long, causing oh. her to collapse and experienced seizures. I bet she also alleges multiple incidents where she soiled herself due to the inability to access to the restrooms. So I bet you she has a mild form of cerebral palsy, which is still horrible to deal with, but it's probably not as visible as you would say someone who's in a wheelchair and whatnot. And I bet you anything there, they treated her differently because they probably thought she was faking it. It's probably one of those situations. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, but it almost sounds like that she got diagnosed with this after she had already been working there. And then now that she had it, um after the diagnosis that hey here's what i need because of you know this new diagnosis and disabilities that i have and they didn't change anything and still sent her on her way as you know as she was before i i don't know so it'd be interesting to see what they do with it because yeah you know we don't get we don't have we don't get the full story until the court documents come out and that could be years from now um yeah uh, you never know disney doesn't take kindly to these kind of lawsuits so um i mean they're probably going to respond either you're going either we're going to get a response or we're not going to hear anything if we don't hear anything we knew that what she was talking about was true so um right yeah. exactly or if it gets um it move that you know they uh, judge allows it to move forward with the lawsuit where Disney will try to get it dismissed. And if a judge allows it to move forward, it's like, okay, well, there's some basis there. There's some basis to it. Even though I heard they might throw out the uh, annual pass ladies one, um, even after getting it to go through, you know, you never know. Yeah. Just because it goes through doesn't mean 
anything that anything, hey, you really. know what there there's enough there to go to the next level and you know that's that's about it we're we're lucky enough to where we get the changes affected to us by them changing the annual pass everything and um we get no benefit out of it so thank you lady who sued um Cast members are now eligible for 50% off discounts now on merchandise, which is huge, especially considering how many people do we know that go to that cast member store and now they don't have to go there. They can get the stuff they want when they want it. Yep. That's crazy. 50% off. It's probably not all merchandise, but I guarantee it's something decent enough where I'm hitting up all my cast member friends and I'm like, hey, you need to get me this because I need this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure it's not everything you know it's not brand new stuff that's come out but you know now that they're eligible for it obviously they weren't before now my question would be do they limit them on any of the limited edition merchandise like you can't do that or we'll watch your account to see if you're selling anything do you think they'll do that um i think the stuff that's 50 percent off is stuff that they're wanting to move out already i don't think it's any type of limited edition or anything um, no, but you got leave. It says fifty percent off merchandise. There's still going to be a lot of hundredth anniversary stuff because it's not popular as the other stuff has been. But technically, they could probably get some stuff that is newer and resell it. Okay, so here it is. Um, <clears throat> so uh, they get so the discount is available online at Shop Disney through February twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. So a couple more days. And at Disney parks through March 7th, cast members traditionally receive 40, 40% off merchandise um, discount during the holiday season. And that discount, well, says ends today. That's February 18th. So I guess they get. They just extended it. Yeah. Well, it says they usually receive 40% um, percent off. That's for the holiday season. Now this is um, 50% off for. You know, it's obviously the end of the holiday season. Um, like I said, they could they extended it and gave them another ten percent off. So I guess it's not; it's for whatever. Man, I'd be reselling so much stuff; it's not even funny. Yeah, but I get you that. I mean, I bet you they got to be careful because they have those rules in place, and you know, they yeah. told everyone. But now, if you're a cast member there and you work for them, uh, you're gonna probably be under the uh under the radar probably you're probably going to be they're going to be talking to you and say hey you can't be doing this so yeah because i mean you got to show something to get the discount and i bet you it's tied um to your id badge or something so it goes directly to you and not just oh employee discount type deal yeah exactly um this one so i don't follow a lot of the disney tiktok people just because a lot of them are so toxic and it just, it's frustrating. Well, to see. now I wouldn't, uh, I kind of correct you. I wouldn't say Disney TikTok people. Um, I would say people who do stuff at TikTok at Disney or. Um, uh, well, I mean, this guy is known for the, doing this kind of stupid stuff. Like that's his, that's his gimmick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't put like, you know, some of the more popular, you know, bloggers and YouTubers and whatnot in, in that category. No, I was thinking strictly <clears throat> the TikTok viral people. Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Which has been going on recently. And there's this one and then there's one later on too. 
Yeah, so this one is the guy he built his child custom shoes so that he could bypass the height requirements. They look ridiculous. I don't even know. He, he didn't get caught. I know that. But, no, but, he, but he posted it on TikTok and then he comes out and says, oh, yeah, no, it was I shouldn't have done it. It's like, well, there's. The heights are there for a reason, especially a, in California, especially, it's a in, Disney, late. especially it's in California. A little late. It's a little late for that. Like, you can't apologize after you did it. No, that exactly. It's not sincere. You got and caught doing something stupid. And like you said, the shoes, all you have to do is look down on them and be like, um, no. But then the thing is, the cast members can't say anything because, say, it's a an ADA type thing. Yep. You can't be like, you know. What's up with your shoes? Are, are those shoes, like, did he get them from a doctor or are they, you know, medical devices type deal? But literally what he did is took his kid's shoes and it looks like, you know, not necessarily a toddler's shoes, but, you know, a young kid's shoes and basically just added platforms on them. Yep. Looks like, you know, a good two to maybe even three inches. It's like, really, if you're that if you're that desperate, come on now. And then you post it all on TikTok. Smart. That's the way to go viral, man. That's what everyone wants to do is go viral. And what he did. Oh, right, exactly. And I'm going to, instead of saying for I'm just going to say it now. What's going to happen is all of these, well, you'd have to add a bleep, what I would call them. These people are going to ruin it for everyone else. They're mm-hmm. going to, especially now with TikTok and, ooh, look what I could do there. Like I said, there's a couple more later on. One at um, Disney World, at least one at Disney World. And I think one, one at Disneyland. At, disneyland yeah. too um and it's oh yeah there's that one at disneyland and it's like really really you you gotta film it you gotta do something dumb so you get those clicks get those lights get your 15 minutes of fame and then that's it but then disney's gonna come back and be like okay we need to preempt this so guess what you know you're basically all rides are pretty much gonna have like an over-the-shoulder restraint system so you can't do anything with it whether it's Splash Mountain, um, <clears throat> Peter Pan, Alice, um, you know, I mean, all of that just because I mean, so people don't stand up, don't do anything, or it's going to be like Tron. Hey, nope. Uh, locker, put all your stuff in a locker and put your um, phone in this cubby hole right here, or else, you know, you're not going to be able to ride. I mean, Tim, you got to remember when we went to, remember when we went to, Disney and we happened to be there at the same time and we were there for the last day of the um the uh Big Thunder bar- barbecue. Oh yeah. Yep. And you saw that guy there who had been banned from Disney multiple times for going in back areas. People this is before the popularity of TikTok. People do stupid stuff just for views. This was for his yep. YouTube. And yep. It's disrespectful to anyone who tries to enjoy the park because guess what? Now your friends can't enjoy the park the same way because they have to deal with idiot like you. Yep. Or they're going to create rules because of stuff that people would never do, but they'll look through the rules and be like, Ooh, home wait, no, I could do this. Yep. And it's not technically breaking the rules. And it's like, really? That's what you're going to do? It's like, you know, my classic example is that's why a snowblower um, has don't use on roof because one person put it up on his roof and used it and basically wrecked all of his shingles and everything. So and then he sued because like it doesn't say use it on my roof. It's like, 
really? So now guess what? They say do not use on roof. So you can't use a forklift, put it on your roof to snow blow, um, snow blow it off. So it's like, I just, yeah, I don't get it. Plus, I think TikTok isn't, didn't they prove that it's like a Chinese spyware? No, it's not. Well, it's not Chinese spyware. It, so here's the problem. People say Chinese spyware, but every app does the same thing. Any app you download oh, yeah. store. No, I just, data. I just, I just, I just. But what they're saying is, is they're telling government officials that you shouldn't have it on your thing and your kids shouldn't. Because what can happen is in China, it is legal for the Chinese government to request that a company give over its data. So basically, they could ask for that data. So, yeah. 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 So uh, exactly, and that's why all the balloons are coming over from China because all the TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Know where you're at. Um, Disney resorts abroad. The plexiglass barriers removed from tables and cafeterias and restaurants in Tokyo Disney Resort. I give that um, another that's, month or two, and it'll be back. Right, but I mean, for them to take it down, that's that's pretty big, especially that's pretty big in uh in tokyo they've been shutting down as soon as they get one positive case and people don't know you can't leave until you test negative until you test negative yep yep so um another entitled guest climbs onto a disney parade float at disneyland paris this one uh, though got caught very quickly and was pulled off very quickly and the saddest part like even because paris is kind of liberal like cal like you know california is and you could tell the cast member was very hesitant at gra- touching the person even. Yep. Like, they need to get off of that because that's very dangerous. Well, and but it was moving. They have rides. <laughs> like, the one where the person, like, the only person to ever get killed in Disney is the story about that. Um, It's that, uh, the Carousel of Progress at Disney World. They had one well, in Disneyland. Been, yeah, there's been more than that that's got killed. A Big Thunder train accident, too. But that this is the one that is like officially yeah. confirmed because they could, they had to declare him dead there because the body was so bad. Well, yeah, the yeah. Ones I mean, there's they, yeah, there's multiples of them that, but that was like right. the first big one. And um, you know, the person died there, and those mach- that that equipment was designed to stop if it felt pressure, mm-hmm. and it just so happened it didn't, and it killed the person. What happens if the the mechanism that they used for safety on these things? Because, you know, cast members can trip and fall in front of it, and they have yeah. to stop. I've seen them break down before. I've seen them get stuck on the tracks. You know, lots of stuff happens. What if would have happened if they would have run over? They would have sued Disney in a heartbeat. Right. Well, and it's funny. And the person, like, looked genuinely like, oh, I'm not supposed to do that. The look in her face like, oh, I- I'm not supposed to be up here. Like, why Why are you taking me, taking me off? Like, it's in the middle of a parade. It's a moving float. You get on it, and like she was posing, like somebody was going to take her picture. Uh, and then when they told her to get off, she's like, "Oh, I." I you see, like the surprised look in her face, like, "Oh, yep. why?" Like, I'm not supposed to do that. Exactly. So, um, now we go into Disney World pile. Um, Cast member unions do not did not return to negotiate with Walt Disney over wage dispute. Public action coming, so that means they're probably going to threaten strike. They probably will have people picketing outside. That's it always happens. Um, most of these people are upper management usually. Um, there's actually a, like um, a, quite a few in park people, so I know I think the mechanics are in on it. Um, but they're all different unions, so I don't know what's going to happen with it. You never know. Right. 
Um, cast members can sign up for a second Tron Light Cycle run preview, which I know they started doing um, quite a bit, and it's getting really popular for those people right there. Um, Genie Plus sells out for first time and second time at Walt Disney World, um, which tells me they are going to start increasing capacity. I think that's the. I think personally, the Genie Plus sales are what they're gauging their attendance with. They don't care about the actual park numbers. They'll raise attendance when those numbers start getting passed. So, yep. yeah. Um, Sunny Eclipse did return to stage at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. We just reported it was gone. Um, new starry flooring installed in Space Mountain Q at Magic Kingdom. What they're doing their cleanup. Um, this it one looks, is actually, actually it looks really good. Looks this one's cool. hilarious. Figment popcorn button still bucket still available at Imagination Pavilion Cart popcorn cart in Epcot. So congratulations. Um, go, speaking yeah. of Space Mountain, did you know there's like a separate room that you can walk through at Disneyland where there's a very long queue where they actually have pictures of like spaceships and stuff, and they have like a giant spaceship hanging from the ceiling. Um, it's upstairs. Uh, it's oh yeah, upstairs. Away. Yeah, it used to be. Uh, it was a second story of the uh, where the arcade used to be there. Yes, down down below and then upstairs. Yes. Yep, they got the big spaceships. Yep, yeah, Still they there. use that. I gotta um, see that. Yep, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, and it's weird they use it at random times. It's not like yep open all the time or times that you think it would be open. There was literally no wait for Space Mountain, and they made us go. On, they made us go over there. So I don't know. Right, exactly. Um, so this one's deceiving. Guests shown uh, shares photo flashing breasts at Epcot. Um, the girl is an adult film only fans girl, so it's not surprising. She doesn't care if she gets kicked out. She's doing it for money. Um, but everyone was making it sound like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. It feels like they're trying to make it a way more out of it than it was really was. Yeah, and it's not like she was in the middle of a crowd or on a busy area of the park. Um, not to say not that I'm condoning it or anything, but if you're there with your kid or something, and all of a sudden this girl, you know, comes up and, you know, flashes, you know, takes her takes her top off. It's like, well, hold on, wait. Um, but it was that Epcot because it had the, um, <clears throat> you know, the golf ball behind her, so Spaceship Earth behind her. Um yeah, and at first when I saw the picture or saw the article, um, I thought, uh, you know, maybe it was uh, like she had something written across her chest because it had the black bar across her chest. Right. No, it was it was not. And it was posted on on the Twitter. Well, I mean, so I was congratulations. like, congratulations. Oh. Okay, and then like you said, come to find out, yeah, she's an adult entertainer, and that's her was her claim to fame. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Right. Um, Speaking of people who want to be adult <laughs> entertainers, uh, three Orange County deputies resign after having sex at Disney Walt Disney World while on duty. While on duty. Yeah. Stay classy. Yeah, that's not good. And lastly, in Disney World. TikToker escorted off iconic Disney World ride Pirates of the Caribbean when she stands up and plays music. And it was like her music, right? Like she was some wannabe 
artist and they were stuck and it said for three hours which i don't know if that's true or not obviously that's her saying it could be i don't know um but there ain't no way you were stuck on that for three hours no and it was right and it was right by an easy uh exit i could see if it was in the scene where you're going around and the, the ship's out in the middle of the water oh yes yeah but usually what they do is they'll start evacuating and they'll walk you through the boats to the spot where you can get off. So, yep. I don't yeah, know. It's, yeah, it was it was interesting. So there you go. Another TikToker. Yeah. Um, Mickey Beignets. So Disneyland Resort Pile. Mickey Beignets and Mint Jules are moving to the Royal Street Veranda at Disneyland while they work on the overlays for um, all the Tiana stuff that's going to be happening. And I think they're doing refurbishments in general. Um, yeah, French market. And the Royal Street Veranda is at the exit by Pirates, just yeah. in case you wanted to go there. Um, Disneyland After Dark, Star Wars Night, and Throwback Night are returning this spring. The um, I'm surprised Disney World doesn't do this, but hey. Well, and everyone um, was like, are they going to do another Star Wars Night? Are they going to do another Star Wars Night? Like, people were trying to plan their trip, um, and May, it is, and all of them May. are basically, Usually yeah. it's May, <sighs> like, I think last year it was like May 3rd. No. I think it was like May 1st and they made sure it was on May 4th. Oh, and then yeah. It was like May 6th. Like they didn't do them on three, four, five. They just did yeah. it or yeah, four, think, five, six. Yeah, yeah. I think this one is like two, four, and six or something like that. There is, you know, one on four and one on six. I know for right. sure. Yeah. And then the throwback night is celebrating the first decade of the park. So 55 to 65. So basically, it's just going to be a big um, Dapper Days, but. Um, uh, ticketed at night. At night. Awesome. So it should be good. Um, this one is crazy. Um, uh, standby queue available for Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland starting this week. They Actually, are not. It started today as today, we record this on Wednesday as recorded. Yeah, and it was. There's no more virtual queue. <clears throat> no. Now that now it doesn't mean because they came out and said, like like anything right. it doesn't mean that it's completely gone away on busier days they'll do uh, virtual queue so just check kind of in the morning before you go to the parks if they have it or not um, and I checked at three o'clock today and it was a fifty five minute wait um, standby and then my wife checked it um, around six o'clock and it was only a sixty minute wait so only an hour wait for that ride which I think is pretty good since it's just open not that long ago and with uh i think today being the first day for standby i thought it was going to be a couple hours long uh and it may have been earlier in the day uh but if not you know i'm not saying till wait until later in the day but at least the nice thing is is if you don't get that virtual that second virtual queue um before now you could go um standby yeah and the big thing i've noticed is um that basically, I think part of it has to do with the fact that all of Toontown's not open. So basically, there's nothing to do around there. So it's not like you're just kind of hanging out. You're walking straight to the ride, and you're walking straight back out. Yeah. Yeah, but now you could at least go in that area where before you couldn't go in there unless you had a virtual queue or a, um, a I mean, lightning lane. I mean, he, they might ask you to just go back there if you're, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't like walk around or anything like that, but now you could actually get back past the railroad um, where before you couldn't. And as it's it's almost nine o'clock right now um, and fireworks start at nine thirty. And as I'm looking at it, it's only a 30 minute wait. And well, and they probably it's probably also because they think they cut you off going back there at a certain time. So they have to oh, have yeah. you out of there by nine thirty because the fireworks go off. So, 
Yep. So yeah, well, maybe that's, that's why it's a 30, 30 minute wait because that probably. could be a 45 minute wait because fireworks. fireworks. If they have them tonight, it's been really windy in California. That's true. Um, a guest shares air screen in place of Target, the Toy Story Mania California Adventure. It's got you kind of funny. It's just like a normal Windows air screen. Right. It's cool to see it. That it's like you said, it's, it's a computer. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, Daedrus TikTok trend inspires new warning signage on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout at Disney's California Adventure. Somebody's trying to stand up or they're loosening. I can't figure out what it is. So it's because uh, it's it's just a seatbelt system. So what they'll do, it's not necessarily standing up, but um, they'll click the seatbelt in and kind of sit forward a little bit on the seat. So then that way, because that seatbelt locks in, it's not like a car seatbelt where it'll retract in and then and then lock. Or when they um, push the button, it when locks they lo- it. Yeah, when, when you buckle it and then they check everything or it gets locked in and then they check everything or check everything and then they lock it in where it it locks it. So it it's not like it retracts in. So if you kind of scoot forward a little bit, put a gap there, they check everything, lock it, and then you sit back. Well, now your belt's locked, so then you have a little bit of wiggle room in it. Right. Or if you kind of move your hand there and or don't let it retract all the way um, in before they lock it. Uh, so then that way, when they do the fall, you get more airtime. But not smart. I don't like that at all. So. No, not smart. And the people that did do it, you know, did it. And then all it takes is one person to do it on TikTok. And guess what? Now they put signs up and everything um, on it. So there you go. So I'm sure there's going to be some, like I said, now it's just going to be over the shoulder restraints on everything. So that way, no, you can't do anything. Yep. And I wonder how, you know. Like you said, on pirates with everybody standing up, I wonder how long until they put some type of either lap restraint in there or same th- or some type of restraint in it so people can't get off, jump around, run out through uh, through the different scenes. But it, yeah, it's something's gonna happen. We already know it. So yep. Um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at Disneyland closing for refurbishment in April. It was not open the entire day that I was there, so we were unable to ride it, which I was sad, but oh, it stinks. needs it. Yeah. Um, next, we have the concrete supports have been added to Big Hero 6 uh, San Francisco Tory Gate Bridge for Pacific Wharf, Wharf retheme at California Adventure, which I'm shocked to say it's supposed to open in 2023 of summer which yeah when i was there people were like oh this is gonna take forever but i go uh, literally a week after i was there they had everything removed from the bottom it was drained yep. when i went but they just still had some equipment down there to like pick up like think, rocks that were in mm-hmm. the water for what because i think there was fish in there or turtles there Probably. was something in there um, and they had to remove that. And then they had to remove the, the things they had in the bottom but that's crazy so summer this year we're gonna have it um, right. And I can um, probably going to be like late summer and they say summer right now. And then once it gets closer, they'll put like they'll say late summer or something. Then they'll kind of put a month on it. And then. But I mean, uh, it, it's not going to take that long just to put those couple arches on that walkway and then redo the area in that back corner where the um, uh, Carl Strauss beer truck was at. You know, all they're going to do is put up a little facade over there where you can meet um big hero six yeah 
it's not like it's a whole new land that they got to do. It's just a, a and his an name's area. Bay, his name's Baymax, by the way. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, King the Conqueror is appearing in Avengers Campus for a limited time. It coincides with the uh, Ant-Man uh, movie, which uh, we saw a lot of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was kind of cool because the Wasp carries around the uh, miniature version of Bugs Land in her hands when she walks around. Oh, um, that's cool. I remember they yeah. did that. I think yeah. before with the previous Ant-Man mm-hmm. movie. So Wasp, she carries it around. Um, Disney 100 Platinum Mickey statue returns to Main Street USA with correct Walt Disney quote, which was not too off, but it was off enough. Um, we did get a sneak peek at the new Disney 100, the 1920s Decades Collection featuring Steamboat Willie. Um, Tim got a very beautiful shirt from Roosevelt's, that's Steamboat Willie, that sold out very quickly, two minutes. Tim was on yep. it, so yeah, exactly. um, and it was funny. I just ordered it for my phone on my car on the side of the, after I was looking at a uh, a field for work, and now I like I was asking you how much it goes for, and right now it's at least two, if not three times the price mm-hmm. on on eBay. So no, I will not be selling it. It was the one shirt that I wanted, and I will be wearing it the next time I go to Disneyland, whenever that will be. Yep, exactly. Um, the new Disney uh, Citizen Disney 100 Steamboat Willie Watch box set for two seventy five. Citizen watches are very nice. So um, this, yeah, this looks awesome too. Yeah, it's beautiful. So yep. um, I am going to get this one though. The Disney 100 Train Lego set is coming soon for twenty nine ninety nine. I need to figure out how they do the displays of these. Like, do they do you put a little bit of glue on them? After you assemble so much, you put some glue on it, or how do they make them stay like when they display them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they well shoot. Put glue on every piece, and that way you know it'll even if it falls down, it won't break, or it'll be harder to break it if you put a little dab of glue on every single piece that you put together. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I'm I'm gonna have fun with that one. Right. Um, this one's kind of sad. So I guess dies that are falling from Disneyland Resort parking garage. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on this one because, I mean. Well, and it seemed like somebody was just like walking up and found the yes. body. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But the weird thing is, is, I didn't really hear anything, you know, anything about it until I was kind of putting together the agenda. Usually something like that will, it's oh, not like I, they publicize I saw, it. I saw the but, day of, but, um, yeah, I guess I'm just, well, maybe it's a nice thing. In one of the Disney Facebook pages I was in, in one of the Disney pages I, I was in, um, it, it alerts me when stuff like this happens. And so prayers to her family. Um, I said it was a female, I believe. Uh, yeah. And so we'll see. Um, but we are going to end on a positive note. But at Disney well, there's Man- one extra thing that just came out that I saw uh, right oh. before we started. So I'll just quickly add it after this. Okay. Um, we did have a Disney loving man. He smashes the record by visiting Disneyland 2,995 days in a row. And I think he would still be going. The only reason why it stopped um, and obviously this is visiting Disneyland. Those that was consecutive days. Um, obviously it says days in a row, so it'd be consecutive. The only reason why it stopped was because Disneyland was shut down. So they asked him, Hey, well, are you going to start up the record or continue it after COVID? He's like, no, 
this is the cool thing, you know, just wasn't meant to be. So I stopped. Um, and it was, you know, once he hit like one year and then two years and then, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand, almost got it was five days short of three thousand. So, That's um, so sad. Yeah. And, and, and the cool thing is, is like he's in Guinness Book of World Records. The reason why this kind of came back out is because a new Guinness Book of World Record came out and he was in it. So that's why it's getting traction again, even though, you know, technically it happened, what, three, four years, three years ago, um, yeah. I want to say, and they shut down the park. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it's like I said, gaining traction again because he's in the the new book of, of World Record and um, his name is Jeff and I can't remember his last name. I think it starts with the K. Um, I think it's short, but on all of his socials, I think it's like Disney 366 or just look for jeff consecutive guys he lives down there i believe he works for a veterans hospital hospital and it was kind of just something that he would he would do uh after he got off of work and would just go down there and i think he started doing it just for exercise to work around and then it turned into something even more so so it's pretty cool seeing that and him getting his his due diligence and he said i mean he'd save all his parking tags um and that's how he knew uh, how he kept count well and obviously it did on your annual pass too but every year when it it would reset your count um on it when you renewed it on how many mm-hmm. days you went so that's how he he knew and he would always <clears throat> um video from the park whether it be instagram or or whatnot so pretty pretty cool and good for him to get like i said get his uh his record in in the books <clears throat> and then lastly i uh, just saw the villas at the disneyland hotel the new tower that they're doing for dvc mm-hmm. is going to open in september of 2023 so it's um gonna have 350 rooms uh basically every blog vlog there's already a youtube um <clears throat> on it from a uh a blogger uh and it looks fantastic um obviously you know it's not completed yet but the artist rendering with it being done you know in what six months from now so it's not like it's going to change that much from the artist rendering uh it it looks fantastic every room um oh where was i just had it uh the villas include a washer and dryer comfortable living area plus a full-size kitchen equipped with all the cookware you need um and then they have a couple three bedroom or uh sorry multi-level three bedroom grand villas which sleep up to 12 guests and it's multi-level uh two stories so it's that one's crazy uh on it so Let's go in uh, on it together. Well, you got to be a DVC member. And I was just breezing that this morning. And wow, uh, I'll just, I'll rent points from someone. But for this, uh, early rental reservations for can be made uh, for these villas at Disneyland Hotel. Can be made beginning on March 15th for Disney vacation members by contacting member service. And on March 16th, for Disneyland Resort Magic Key holders. So DVC members get one day before Magic Keys. So 
obviously, like they say, limited availability, restrictions apply, and then it'll be open to the pub, <coughs> excuse me, to the public on March 17th, subject to availability. So good luck trying to get them on the 17th. I bet you they will all be gone. Um, but you can make your reservation. So that's cool. So it's not just a DVC um, only, which I mean, they want to sell them out. So if you got rooms that for some reason aren't um, reserved, you know, they could they could uh, book people in there. But you go to the Disneyland website and then basically search Villas Disneyland Hotel. So and right now, if you do that, they have basically the the page on it and shows you everything. So there you go. That's pretty interesting. I know a lot of people, um, the Disney Vacation Club has become more and more popular with people who can afford it just because, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer with all that you right. can get for it. And, you yeah. know. And it's, you're not your standard timeshare um, deal. Right. right. So resale is very high. Um, and you basically don't have to go and listen to the timeshare shows you have to there's a minimum amount of i think the uh, points that you have to buy every year um <clears throat> once you're in it and then after that i mean that's kind of like your how, how they got you i guess yeah Instead of sitting down watching an hour or three hour or however long time uh timeshare spiel basically they're like nope you have to buy this minimum amount of points so it's every year you know, even if you paid off your vacation club membership to get in, uh, we're still getting money from you every year. And whether you use them or bank them or whatnot, um, that's what you, you know, what you can do. So there you it'll go. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this affects it too, because I know sometimes when you got like, you know, a cool, like deal like that you end up running into like oh all of a sudden there's an influx and people joining and whatnot so correct yep we'll look for that report next week um but thank you guys all for coming through thank you for listening this might be a little bit late because i am going to be out of town for a couple days i might try and edit tonight might try not to i don't know yet we'll see how it goes oh, and uh sorry i forgot uh Two more things. Mr. J said that the park was not that busy when they went this past weekend for the holiday weekend. Yep. And my cousin is down there right now as we speak. And she said it's kind of busy, but the last time she went was seven years ago. So, okay. Um, but yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, if you're there, reach out to us. We like to hear from you. But uh, thank you guys all again for listening. It's greatly appreciated. For the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.